Hey folks, welcome to this special edition of Bad GM's Campaign Build Along. I am, as always, the Bad GM, Wayne Davis. Okay, so in this week's episode, our group was tasked with infiltrating the Kiel Auditorium to get to Paladin Zane and her compatriots. And while we determined the optimum way to do that was to head in through the rubble pile that was once the auditorium itself. However, we also determined that it was possible that the group might decide to go for a full frontal assault through the front door of the opera house itself. Okay, we decided that was going to be a slog, and I said I'd write it up and I'd put it in this episode, so let's do it. The group's been inside the opera house before, when they infiltrated the building way back in the earlier part of this campaign to steal that heirloom for the brothers who'd hired them. At that time, we noted it has multiple floors. Now, for our purposes here, that's irrelevant. We're only using the ground floor. If you will remember back to that episode, the group has to enter from the north side of the building. And if you'll remember back to the episode we did two weeks ago, we noted that there were two Protectron robots patrolling the entrance. By the time the group gets back around to going in this way, we're going to have four out there. That's the first line of defense. The stats for Protectrons are on page 363. Once they've taken those out, they can enter the building, but they are nowhere near being in the clear. There have been some modifications made to the interior, and those come in the form of a dozen wall-mounted laser turrets, four on each wall. Will be nice. We'll use the single shot turrets. Stats for those are on pages 380 and 381. But of course, that's not all they've got to deal with. We're going to send waves of Brotherhood of Steel members at them, and they're coming from upstairs and from the west side of the building. We're sending them in groups of two more than the total number of group members, and a group will enter combat at a rate of one every four rounds until five groups have engaged. Half of each group will be knights, stats on page 383, and half will be scribes, stats on pages 384 and 385. If you have an odd number of group members, you decide which one will have the extra Brotherhood of Steel member. Now, your group can decide to turn tail and run at any point in time during this, and one full group of Brotherhood of Steel knights equal to two more than the number of group members will give chase until they're eliminated. Otherwise, everybody fights until they're eliminated. Should the group succeed and survive, so far as I'm concerned, they're done. However, if this turns out to be, in your opinion, too easy, you can always toss a couple of Assaultrons at them, stats on pages 357 and 358, or a Sentrybot, stats on pages 364 and 365, but I wouldn't do that unless it was really an easy fight. Anyway, once the fight's done, the entrance to Zane's bunker is on the southern wall, and it's got a computer lock on it that requires an intelligence plus science difficulty 5 to pick. Success gives them access to the bunker, but thanks to all the fighting, they don't get the jump on Zane and her group, so they've already started the program we discussed in this week's episode, and it's already a minute in, so your timer only has, what, four minutes left? Three minutes left? (laughs) Other than that, you can run it exactly the way we laid it out. I realized there wasn't a whole lot to this, but I wanted to build it out for you just like I promised, and it sounds like we threw a lot of stuff at your group. And well, if they're crazy enough to try a suicide mission, we're obligated to give them one. So if you've still got a group left after this, we'll pick up the build next week. If not, eh, you can still catch the build next week. Either way, until then, I'm the bad GM Wayne Davis. I'll see you at the game table.